Hello! Oh my god, that was the that was the hardest thing that I've ever had to endure. I can't. I sat silent that entire time. I am so proud of you. Did I you thought, hear me sound si- sit silent the entire time? Uh, I did. This is the superhero hour hour. This is the show where we talk about every live action television show based on a comic book or comic book property. I'm your host Taylor. That voice you heard being very patient is Ryan. I'm gonna be the co-host tonight, and me and Taylor are gonna say all the same words at the exact same time for the rest of the show. That, that is, is true. Whoa, that's weird. Okay, we nailed that's it. That's weird. It. Also, with uh, nope, nope, we immediately bailed on that. It's Greg. Hey, it's me, Greg. I'm glad to be here. Love this new character. This is a new character. Doing. What's his name? His name is Bubba. Nah, that you know feels what? offensive to me it, and my people. What I love about Bubba, the podcast friend. What I love about Bubba is that he says the things that Mario would say, but in a realistic way. Like, yeah, it's me, and I'm going to win. It's me, Bubba. I've been hiding in your pipes. <laughs> that, that is makes, a Bubba line. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, a cartoon from a pill. Like, <laughs> like a Mucinex commercial. I'm like, a glob of snot. I'm hanging out in your pipes, and I'm taking notes about everything you flushed down here. It's me, say, Bubba, the podcast friend. I Don't? do love those Mucinex guys. <laughs> those guys are so great. When, when are we getting a spin-off television yeah. show about them? Like, well, the, like cavemen. the Geico cavemen. All of a sudden, they're not talking anymore. Yeah, they've been iced. Yeah, because they were fucking eliminated. TJ Miller. Hashtag time's up. Oh, <laughs> TJ Miller can no longer even Wait, speak he for boogers. Guys? He was a Mucinex. Oh, he I didn't know that. one right. of the boogers. Also man. with us is... Mike, I, I like the new rule of if you interrupt the person preceding you, you get to get introduced first. Oh, I like the oh new rule. Oh my god, of Mike has more rules to announce so everyone. Ryan interrupts Taylor. Greg interrupts Ryan. I'll just sit here politely and never be dealt with. Yes, yes, that I is. yes. You know that's what? That's what we want. Is, if this is we'll, how you behave when you are introduced, then yes, we'll yeah. see from here on out. You can, si- you can sit on the sidelines like a certain cloak and dagger character. Is there some the sort of like run old timer podcast home we could just drop Mike off at? And he back just... in my day, podcasters waited until they were introduced. You know, I, I so want to take Mike to a farm upstate and never see <laughs> Wait, him. That again. means killed. Yeah, that means you're trying to kill me. What yes. if we just do that thing where, like, when your little brother wanted to play with you in a video game, and you just like wouldn't plug? his controller right. in what if we okay. just didn't plug his mic so, in he, it would sound like this I'd just be like I agree too guys I've done that before it doesn't make for a good podcast it's not a good podcast no it doesn't so I've also done that before and your brother finds out really easily <laughs> Greg's brother yeah <laughs> and he kicks the shit he's out of you kid. he's super perceptive he's little because he's smaller than I am but he's 30 years older than I am he's so his, he knows all the tricks and, but his head is most of his body like he gets and he gets so angry and he has veins Bulging out. He's yeah. basically Greg if Greg was Krang. Yeah, if I were a 12th level intellect. Right, if you were a 12th level. Grang. Grang. Thanks, that's, Mike. That's, and that's Drink the type of pudding. content that we bring Mike in for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hook his mic back up. I'm okay. a joke sniper. He was not listening, though. He just screams out <laughs> Grang every once in a it's while. It's great because that could apply to both Krang and the drink Tang for Greg's name. Uh-huh. Grang. <laughs> Wait, Greg-flavored Tang? Is that what we're into <laughs> oh, now? Oh, I would love Listen, you can taste the beard. If you subscribe to our Patreon and we hit a certain amount, we will manufacture Greg-flavored Tang. I don't know what that Fact. limit is that we need to get I up to. I think it would be sweet. Uh-huh. And warm, uh-huh. and would make you feel like yeah. you're really understood. There's two routes we go here, right? We either uh, scratch your head until skin flakes fall off and make that into which tank. would happen instantly. All right, or you get a mixologist in and just be, describe Greg. Yeah, right. And then they make a drink based on that. 
Wait, so lots on. of lots of like lemon zest. You're, I'm sorry, I need to back up because you're giving a lot of like clout and ability to mixologists right now. Oh, they're the doctors of our they're generation. Ologists, man. <laughs> All right, I like can... we're podologists. We're podologists. We're podiatrists. No, that's we not... pod about those butts. We're podophiles. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, isn't that our nickname? Aren't yeah. we the podophiles? Right, the you podophiles. ever noticed uh, <laughs> that you've said something incorrectly on the show when Mike and Taylor go? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that means you have done a good job. <laughs> They're giving uh, me the look that says Ixnay. <laughs> we will not be talking about that, but Hashtag we will be talking. Megan's ears. We will be talking about Cloak and Dagger, the premiere that came out on Freeform. Guys, is this our first Freeform show? First Freeform show. We'll be talking about whether or not they hit it. But first, or quit it. <laughs> the tape in. The pedophile. No! Joined by a tragic accident that gave them both strange powers, Cloak and Dagger comprise a dramaturgical dyad and a team of opposites, or we assume they will be a team somewhere in the run of the show. Because this is a Marvel show, the two are basically in two separate shows so far. We watch as the pair suffers a lot while learning about the nature of their respective powers and come in contact three different times in the first two hours of programming. She steals, does drugs, and makes light daggers to fend off rapists, while he plays basketball, mourns his dead brother, and teleports away from killer cops. So, gentlemen, I ask you this. Are you excited for the season two finale when the pair finally decides to become a team? Dude, dude, based on Runaways and Defenders, Mm -hmm. I think that is a liberal (laughs) (laughs) assessment of when they will finally come together. Yeah, it's a. Uh, but they've already run into each other. They have bumped. The show is called Cloak and Dagger, and they have bumped into each other three Twice. times in the first two episodes. A, a lot of them were like uh, shoulder hit shoulder, and then somebody dropped something, and then the other one will say, "Oh, uh, you should pick that up," and then they'll just walk away. That's what we get of Cloak and Dagger. So, so is is it because their name and you have these expectations built up, or is the show not doing enough? It's because I don't like how Marvel shows work. I like how Marvel shows work that are not under the MCU guideline. I, I think I I just am done, and I don't know if this is the show's fault for giving me this or mm-hmm. if it's just me being done. I'm done with superhero origin stories. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. Give me them with all of their powers. They just know it. I think part of the problem is that 90% of the time when one of these like shows or movies or something decides to start this, they start with a character in mind that they build this character with their powers in mind uh-huh. and then they work backwards to an origin. So the first like three episodes, three to four episodes conservatively of this show, we're watching a half finished character that the creators aren't yet ready to give us. And all shit aside, like this is what the wire did. Right. And this, so this is our complaint with so many things is that they took notes from good shows. Like this is the Gotham thing. Stop doing that. <laughs> go, just go. Well, I, I mean, I think the first I think I thought the first episode was pretty good. Yeah, but because I could see, it was pretty good in the same way that Runaways was. That's the, the perfect example. So you know, it's just not going to get anywhere in any time. And so then you almost like you're like, okay, yeah, this this was pretty cool. But I know that I'm not going to see I'll, anything out of this. I'll show I'll say for some weeks. positive things about this show before I say all of the other negative things. I loved the intro of this show yeah no like, it was gripping that opening sequence where they like that whole bit where they're like kids and like she they drive off the mm-hmm. bridge and there's like this really intense moment where they're both like underwater and drowning uh-huh. that whole bit was great then it cut to a few years later i was like cool we skip like it, they showed they had powers they skipped past all that they've got powers now this is great and then it was two hours of not that honestly if it was just uh 
not a Marvel show. Like if it was joke and Jagger. Mm-hmm. So he tells a bunch of jokes and she moves like Keith Richards, then I think that that would have been fine. But I'm, I've already been burned by so many MCU shows. I thought that the show worked tremendously if I hadn't already been set up by all these other shows. Yeah, sort you, of like making me bored right away. Yeah, that, that's, exactly. It's, I understand why we've watched so many of these shows, but it's a different creative team and it's a different channel than we fucked Channel is important. Yes, uh, because that soundtrack was very freeform. You guys are whining <laughs> about the past and not looking at the two fucking dope-ass television shows Freeform gave us. This is one of the best pilots we've watched for fucking Superhero Hour. That You're I agree all with. up and your wait, own butts What are the right other now. Freeform shows? Alone Together. Uh, okay. With uh-huh. Esther and Benji. Uh-huh. And cool. Bunheads was on it. Cool. I'm saying, yeah, Freeford's a garbage channel. It used to be ABC Family. Yeah. Uh, I, so, I thought the first one was very good. I thought the second episode was boring as shit. It was weaker, but it wasn't boring. I, I, the, the stuff we learned about these two characters, yeah, it's called Cloak and Dagger. It didn't bum me out. I don't know. I think these kids are fucking great actors, and the story worked. I want to get to know their world. And the fact that we learn in like that montage... Uh, there's like that musical thing there, like she's montage. dancing a wedding. That montage, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that she's gonna do anything to fuck over anybody to survive, and he will always punish himself. Where he runs all the suicide sprints after the rest mm. of the basketball team did, because he fucked up. Uh, and then we learn that she sees people's like have like utopias, and he sees people's nightmares when mm. they hug people, which is interesting. I don't know why those flashbacks happen. Uh huh. Yeah, we? that They're was unexpected. Flashbacks. There's stuff that hasn't happened. Well, no, they went back in time and re. One of them things. was a flashback. One of them was a flash forward to like a potential future. And one was he saw him and his brother get shot, and his mom watched that happen. That didn't happen, yeah. because he's still alive, guys. But I love what a likable Good. piece of shit she is. Fact checking, Mike. And I love like it's his reaction. Like, no, coach, don't make them do right. this. I will take the entire punishment, and that's fine. That that's easy to write. But then his reaction when the coach says, no, this is how it's going to work. Mm-hmm. And then he has to stand there and like look around and be like, and like come to the realization that this is what my life is. Mm-hmm. That was all great. That was all good. My biggest problem is not taking all that. Like, I'm going to try to do what you're asking, Mike, which is forget your job. Man, he makes it so hard. Uh, forget that you know for a fact that the next four episodes of the show are going to be a crazy just slog. Uh, yeah, like just like a, a journey into boredom. Uh, <laughs> that's, but that's you, you're shitty critics. You're being shitty critics. You're watching stuff that was awesome and saying, but it might not be. No, nice I'm but saying I didn't think it was awesome. The second one episode, episode was, was good. That's a different argument I, than this one shit. episode. No, I, my my contention is that one episode was very good, the first one, and then already by the second episode, it had slid into mediocrity. But I can I can. Like, forgive the mediocrity of the second episode. My biggest contention with the two episodes is that I think there's so much awesome going on here. And I think that sometimes you might be capable. And they hired capable writers and a capable director for the pilot and the second episode. It's the capital D dialogue that drove me insane. It's the, uh, everybody, like, what the shit, mom? And by the way, (laughs) when I say what the shit, I mean, what the shit? Like, when they just chill back and are their characters, Mm -hmm. I thought it was, I thought this show is among our best are in like this world but when they really hit it hard it really stood out like it the moment that i wrote down was when she turns and goes do you believe in god and i just rolled my eyes harder than anything i like well, i just and said I, his name a couple times <laughs> oh and god I, and i that rejoinder man holy cow and i understand like it's it's a it's on what used to be abc family mm-hmm. i shouldn't have the highest expectations but 
it felt like there were moments where it was going higher than what I expected from this show, mm-hmm. but also moments where it went lower in a way that isn't fun. Like and, it, it delivered kind of crappy dialogue in a, like in a way that isn't Riverdale. But like only, it's not only in like the the for your consideration scenes was the, the, sometimes the dialogue was great, right? And yeah. then when it when it really mattered, the dialogue was terrible. But as an ABC Family show, ex ABC Family show, I could not believe what we were seeing. There was coke on a table. She smashed up a pill in order to snort it, and she was straight up riding a dude. And you could hear that. And then she <laughs> she got off of him. Ba-dum, ba-dum, I didn't know ba-dum. that this was in an ABC Family new freeform show. I think my concern is watching these two episodes. My feeling going away from it was there were moments that were good, and. 80% of it I was just bored for and it feels like a Fear the Walking Dead type show where it's like this is for the most part put together well but I don't care about most of it. And you're spending so much time trying to make us care. Like you're wasting your time right now. Yeah. You're, you're spending so much time trying to get us to do a thing that we're not. I, I Maybe think, do some dope stuff. Yes. I, Maybe put some like cool exciting right. stuff in your show. I think the, the biggest problem for me was that I cared after the intro. I was in, and then the rest of this like hour and forty minutes is what pulled me away from caring See, about I do this think, show. I do think you have to split the two episodes. I think the second episode took a step back. The first episode to be that quiet, so dialogueless, I think was a bold move, and they pulled it off to care about these two lost kids who are lost in very different ways. I and the character of Close is stoic like he's more, uh-huh. he's closer to punisher than spider-man mm-hmm. and i was in all the yeah. way like they they figured out i think that's it that's the thing too is that like the first episode showed me that this is going to be better than all netflix ever like this can this can be even jessica jones and the second episode showed me that it can still compete mm-hmm. i would still pull jessica jones season one out but i think that it's it's up there so do we think this is going to be a black lightning scenario where it's the wire of our generation, it it, st- it starts off great and then steadily decreases. Or do you think they just ran out of steam on the second episode? A little bit of a cheat. Yeah, I've heard that the third and fourth episodes are spectacular. Okay, well, it seems like I am the biggest naysayer of Cloak and Dagger so far. I I, I can see the the second episode trying to be like you. I understand that we've watched other shows or whatever, but that. The, we want to learn who these characters are without each other, so when they hit each other, it fucking matters. Because Cloak and Dagger, this relationship in the comics, is so fucking important, but way less important if you don't know who they are alone. So to care that they save each other, we have to know how lost they are. Yeah, I I, I think I agree with that, but I, I, I think where I'm differing from what it sounds like you guys felt was I didn't feel like all of the first episode even I got... like. all of the quiet moments and getting to know them separately. Like, I feel like that's fine, but I would rather we get to some action that is important and they're together. And then we can do, we can do some backtracking to understand who they are separately by the, by the midpoint of the first episode. I felt like the the episode should have been over and I was hoping it would be like him standing on the roof in his black sheet. That is when I thought the first episode should have ended. Like, that's a cool moment because, man, he looks like Cloak there. But can't you give us him looking like the character he is in the first or even second episode? It doesn't look like it's even going to appear in the third episode. And I also really liked a black guy 
trying to get a taxi, which is already hard, mm-hmm. in a cloak, naked. Like this is the this is the part of superhero that TV allows us is these little moments of the right. in between things of like shit. This is really hard to have yeah. powers. This is where I thought it was really good. What did you guys think of them together? Like, are you excited for them to talk to each other? I think so. Uh, like their interaction at that uh, like. Field party, field party or whatever. Days and Confused party. Yeah. Was I really enjoyed that? That was a moment that I pulled away and was like, this is good. Because they both fumbled, uh-huh. which I thought was really well done by both the actors the, and the screenwriters. Bad flirting. Uh-huh. And different reasons for bad flirting. And also, I don't want them to hook up. No. I just want them to be a little awkward They're around both each other. Yeah, exactly. And for him to like, he's no chump. He goes, I can't find my wallet and instantly goes, Crazy white girl. Uh-huh. Like, he's a smart kid. Uh-huh. She did say, uh, she did tell him that her name was Tandy, and is that name ruined for you guys? Oh yeah, point? for like, sure. That's every time I hear Tandy, I'm like, oh, you. Well, the minute you give me your freaking wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked their connection, and what was even better is when they acknowledged their shared trauma. Mm-hmm. There is something about having a shared trauma that, even though because they're an, they're opposites in like every way, they go out of their way to prove that that's the case. But just having this connection of that they were both there for that same terrible thing that happened, I thought was a really cool character trait and made them work. And it's cr- it's a crazy origin because usually the coincidence is that you meet each other and then end up on the same island. Mm-hmm. But it's just the fact that they were on the same island and then go from there. Mm-hmm. Like the coincidence happens first, which sort of doesn't make it a coincidence, you know? Like I think they're going to do very well with each other. And yeah. hopefully I don't want a Sam and Diane thing. Hopefully that they're just partners and that's how, it. How, well, how into the comic history are you? Anyway? Not at all. They're people that pop up in Spider-Man for me. Yeah. Right, and yeah, yeah. They, they sh- in Spider-Man and the Runaways, they show up and either go, help us because we're new teen heroes, or we'll help you because we're older teen heroes. I've and never yeah. seen them be themselves. And what I know yeah. about Dagger is she's like, oh my god, superhero stuff. And, and he's like, like out of a fantasy novel. I will yeah. make my clothes. But they're lovers, right? They're, they're together in the comics? I have never gotten that. Uh, I thought that they were, but I've, like Greg said, they're people who show up in Spider-Man sometimes. Right. Yeah. But I... I do think that they are going to bang very soon because they they can't do the thing where they do you touch. want that to happen. I, Their young bodies are both telling yeah, them that they need for, to bang. For the if characters, you, if, if, if they've got that body and you've got that other body, bang, bang. it out, kids. Yeah. But also, every time they touch, they like explode. Right. That's yeah, why they like are. That's why they are going to do it is because they don't set up the if we touch our bodies turn into like smoke and blinding light and they're not going to like bang it out and have that special effects like scene. And see nightmares and dreams all while it's happening. What is this? A meek mill? Going back to the origin <laughs> thing. I don't know what that means. Going back to the origin thing. I get what you're saying, Taylor, in that we have seen Uncle Ben die 17 times at this point. But his I'm pearls into it just going point. everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What I'm more concerned about is I don't know how my light dagger works and I can't make it happen when I want. Uh-huh. And that's what I don't want four more episodes of. Yes. Right. I'm confused by how to, like, I want to get right to the but, point where, like, well, I can do this and well, I can, like, uh, get myself a soda because I have light dagger <laughs> What powers. was effective was Cloak being like, I know how this works when the kids are starting to beat him up and he pulls the tarp over him and he goes, ha, and then just keep beating the <laughs> shit yeah. out of him. Like, that, that was effective. That's, that's the, like, the... One moment that I don't want to miss from the superhero origins is them fucking up once. Uh-huh. I, but then we can move past that. Right, and then it's time to move on. But make the origin part have one funny moment. Make it interesting in any sort of way. Right, I well, say always have your origin be your opening credits to your show. 
That's like the Marvel movie. Yes, and they did that so well, and then they sort of fumbled it. We'll see how they do in the rest of the season. I think I'm going to give this a couple more episodes and see if it... Yeah, I'm in for a few. I'm in all the way. I'm just in. Yeah. All right, well, we'll keep checking in on Closing Teenagers in the Marvel Universe. All right, well... You, keep tuning in to see how we feel about it as we progress. That's the real interesting yeah. part of it all. Yeah, yeah really. That's I hope more screaming. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, that's it for Cloak and Dagger. Now we're going to move on to the super serious shishy bullpen. Now we're here in the super serious shishy bullpen. It's a place where we kick back and just do some stuff. Alright? This week, I took my shoes off. Yeah, Gregory! Yeah, I mean, hey. There's this feet everywhere yeah shoes off robe on that's a way i like to bone. if you take your shoes you know off you means? shouldn't also grab your ankles and then hold your feet up in the air <laughs> that's probably rude i'm sorry no keep doing it buddy it's called I like happy your baby attitude. and if you watch him he's just nope he's rolled backwards that's <laughs> yeah. what happens every day he's just rolled backwards. He's turning. Right. Little, this little week <laughs> this week on the bullpen we're doing a little thing called change one letter i've you guys are my producers you guys do you know you fund all of my projects well hello taylor it's nice to meet you and I hope that you do well tonight. We're the money, man. We're all We've got the you. money. So I'm just going to pitch these guys uh, some of my ideas that I've come up with for shows. They're they're pretty uh, they're extremely original. Um, oh, but like they're sort of based on current properties. But I just want to like see what you guys are feeling about this. So like, can Fire I give you like, guys, like an example? So it's like you're going to change one letter? Yeah, I mean. It, Possibly, like okay. I don't know why you would changed. assume that, but you I, nailed yeah. it. Yeah, it just feels like he's got that face, you know. That so, like for instance, like a, a show that I might give you is like, um, like Gear the Walking Dead. All right, so I can see it now. War of Gears, Gears of War, Gear, yes, meets the Walking Dead. Let's get a bunch of guys with a bunch of guns that have a bunch of gears that are shooting at zombies. Who doesn't love that shit? People love that, or they love a bunch of guys with a bunch of guns. A be- a versus a bunch of clockwork zombies. This is the thing: is that people love clocks and them exploding, and then gears being thrown Steve at punk them. zombies. Why don't we get rid of bullets and have gears thrown at zombies? Throwing clockwork bombs. Clocks yes. are bigger than they've ever been. Before. Dirigibles flying in. Have you guys heard about the steampunk thing? Throw on goggles. Goggles. <laughs> Throw on hey, go- y'all like Daryl? You like Daryl with goggles? Oh, <laughs> we kicked it up a notch. Daryl's got he, goggles now, he has bitches. a top hat. That top hat also is wearing goggles. That top hat is wearing goggles. See, I love, I love what you guys are doing. Here, I'm going to raise you one better. What if, what if it was all of that stuff you guys just said, but the stars of the show are the guys from Top Gear? Okay, so that's Matt LeBlanc? Uh, no, so you're going so to the American. Like, How about the British one that had the one guy that fucking just beat somebody up for bringing him the wrong roast beef? Oh, is Hell that why yeah. he got fired? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He straight up attacked somebody because yeah. they brought him a weird meat plate. No. Well, in fairness, did he actually bring him the wrong roast beef? Yeah, he brought did him he the wrong thing. He to get the shit kicked yeah, out of because, him. Yeah, so, because I know because he has a British accent, it's thick. You order roast beast and somebody brings roast beef. Uh, Those are very different. I want an animal that is cooked with an apple in its mouth. Uh-huh. Otherwise, I'm not fucking I want a it, Christmas bro. dinner and you brought me <laughs> shitty lunch meat. Where was my Christmas dinner? Now I... Now I charge you with fisticuffs. All right, well, Queensberry I, rules. I think we've got a winner on that one, guys. I'm ready to move forward on Gear the Walking Dead. If you guys are, yeah, yeah we'll no, it's, the a, it's a hit. You cool. should be ready to move forward on all of these because you're you're pitching them to us. Well, I mean, you know, I just wanted to check with you guys. I just want a consensus. Yeah, okay, that's good. Uh, next one we're gonna do. Uh, it's Fear the Talking Dead. It's very similar to the first one, but it's uh, it's not similar. There because simply all aren't of a sudden, any shows. Chris Hardwick. Is a zombie. Just an army of Chris Hardwick zombies. And now we have to deal with the fact that he is deadly and wants our brains, but can analyze everything in a very simplistic... Oh, I 
I thought these were just going to be zombies that kind of like would ride on the coattails of superior. He's going to infect (laughs) you with infectious enthusiasm. And so you will also be super into fucking everything. Or is it like a, uh, what's that movie with the girl with the long hair? Girl with the dragon. Girl tattoo? with the dragon tattoo. No, no, no. Signs. No, uh, no, no. Girl ring. With ring. Girl with the ring. ring. Oh, it's the ring. Thank the you. ring. So is it the ring? It's the ring. Jesus Thank Christ! You. you pop in a TiVo of uh, just pop the TiVo right <laughs> yeah, in there. Yeah, just pop that TiVo <laughs> right in, in. of the Talking Dead, and all of a sudden Chris Hardwick with very long hair comes out of the screen, and now he's attacking. So you Chris Hardwick in singled out era right. comes to the screen. I would like to attack Chris Hardwick as and he comes it, out of the screen. Is it Chris Hardwick or Do is it Chris John Wick? And now all of a sudden he's just shooting things oh, at you. I would like to not attack Chris John Wick. It's too late, Greg. Fuck. You have attacked Chris John Wick. Oh, and I miss and I hit his dog. Oh, God. That's like the one thing. He doesn't Why like. do you shoot at his dog? I think we just hit box office gold, fellas. I'm moving the forward without your permission. I thought he, said, he was going to say we just hit the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're here. All right. <laughs> now we're here. Next one is uh, it's a little bit different. It's called Krypton, but it's with a C. Oh, okay. Tales from the Krypton. Tales from the Krypton. So a- as long as there's somebody who... A fresh reboot of the Tales from the Crypt world? Somebody comes up and makes uh, like puns about Krypton and then has that cackle, then I think we're good. I, I would love that. An anthology series so you don't get bored with these fucking boring characters. Right. And so it's just different stories about Krypton. And they're a little horrifying. Sometimes they're garbage. Sometimes they're great. But maybe it's like, had the, what happened to the Crypt Keeper? Like, why is he the way he is? Like, I'd like to see that origin. Oh, it's always Brainiac. It's probably Brainiac. It's Brainiac, and then Doomsday shows up. He used to be a little Schmeagol, but he went for that. Yeah. He went for that Krypton, and now he's a little bit Gollum, and now he just looks like that. He had all those crypts, and people were like, you know, you're just one person. Could I have some of the crypts? And he was like, no! <laughs> that, you, that's, a really all them good, that's a really good Crypt Keeper keeping crypts. <laughs> I'm a crypt keeper keeping crypts. And he's doing like his crypt oh, walk oh, on him. Oh. Getting your crypt on. All right. Well, I love I love this idea. I think we've hit all like knocked him out of the park so far. Next up, I've got creature, which is like preacher but with a K. Okay. That is I, I a bad see. one. That's a bad it's, one. It's That's Ca- a bad it's, one. It's Cassidy. It's Tulip, and it's the old racist. Wait, Cassidy house with app. a K. Cassidy with a K. Tulip with a K. Tulip. <laughs> and the old racist house elf from the Harry Potter series. Who works for the Malfoys? The uh, one that's not Dobby. Yeah, the one yeah. that's not Dobby. He knows. I'm racist because I always confuse those two. <laughs> There's so Dobby like, creature and so the wait, rest of them. Hold on, I understood the whole series as the one that will not be mentioned. But there's also the one that is not Dobby. That's a yeah. whole yeah, different that's, character. If, if you're, that's, there's the human story, then there's the house Sometimes elf you'll story. see a house elf and you're like, oh, look who it is. And then it's Creature and he's like, and you're like oh, God. Yeah. Creature and sometimes with a face is on Jesse, the back of another It's like face. when you go to pet a kitty and it turns out to be a possum. He's <laughs> <was> like, oh. <laughs> Happens to me all the time. I used to have possums that lived behind our outdoor couch. And there's you, a lot to unpack there and I'm not going to get into it. You kept, you kept them in your fanny pack. Okay, new story. Creature. It's Taylor and his outdoor cat. For sure. Oh, man. Right now, yeah. Yes. Now pet, he pets behind him, and he has to say, kitty or creature. I'm Every in. day he says, shall this be my pet, or shall I get bit? <laughs> is, or both. Is this like a Shark Tank thing, or like a voice thing? Like, do we hit a button, or do we offer him money, or what do we do? <laughs> I will take all of those. If I want to hear about this outside around. couch. We just wait till Taylor says, wonderful idea. That's why <laughs> he lost his virginity on the outdoor couch, right? Or with that outdoor no, couch? No, it was on the indoor couch. Wow. <laughs> I'm a big boy. Rich hey. person. All right. That's, uh, I'm good with that. both that version of Creature <laughs> and the old house elf. All right. Next up, we have 
The Hick. Okay. The so, Hick? The Hick. The it's hick. like the Tick, but it's the Hick. Oh, it's like I see. a hillbilly. But see, because so many superhero shows are focused on the urban environment. And what about the rural environment? It's always so like uh, that medium upper level. Like, okay, so you can buy mm. newspapers and things. But if you can't afford that a don't newspaper, impress me newspapers much. I see, your blankets. I see the hick as coming from that part of the country in between California and New York. Oh, the flyovers. Called I, America. I feel, I feel now, like this is directly pointed at me. And is, if you push me against the wall, yes, I will star in the hit. Okay, is thank th- you. Is there a lot of hard-hitting commentary? Like, we're going to learn new things about this part of the country? And there certainly yeah. won't be tired-ass jokes? Yeah, definitely. We're going to learn about the... I don't see how that could be the case. No, we're going to learn about the importance of Confederate statues, right? A lot of our history is wrapped up in these oh, Confederate Oh, will this statues, get better guys? ratings than Last Man Standing? No, this is going to be the new Last Man Standing. Played All by right, Tim I'm starting to like it. Yeah, dude, this is for the crowd that listens to what Roseanne Barr says and says, you know what? She's a lefty, but I like her. But I li- <laughs> She's too left. Oh, my God. I like I, the cut of her jib. I know a lot of people who, who believe in that. And Roseanne and Last Man Standing, top-rated shows for does, ABC. Does the Hicks teen sidekick wear a white polo and carry a tiki torch with, like, slick to the side hair? And always have that, like, scream. Remember that picture of, like, yeah. screaming? That guy, that guy oh, really racist. went viral with that scream. Yeah. They yeah. love those tiki torches. They really do. Well, cause That's they, kind of a silly thing. Well, because well, they keep a for $7 at Woolworths. And it's yeah. keeping cultural or colonialism alive. I'm sorry, a Woolworths? <laughs> yeah. Woolworths. What, what, what are you? them at Woolworths. What are you, 80? What have we said? Stay out of Woolworths. I know. I keep... They sponsor the show, so it feels like you have to mention it. All right, I'm moving forward on the Hick as well. I'm going to be a a regular Greg Berlanti. All right, next up, and finally, we have The Flask. All right, this is easy. Guy, a speedster, Mm -hmm. every time he's about to run, reaches into his suit, takes a little sip. Falls over each. Oh, like stumbles while yeah, he runs, but yeah. he's still doing the it's, running thing. Yeah, like, but like, so, you know how like uh, when police say walk in the straight line, you're like, I can definitely do that, police officer. And then you do it in the very special way that you can do it, police officer. That's how he runs all the way through town. It's just a so, little bit stumbly bumbly. The drunken boxing of speed stirring. Yes, exactly. The, police like, officer, could I please have a sandwich? The Iron Man movies could never give <laughs> always us... always ask officers for sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. The Iron Man movies could never actually give us demon in a bottle. Right. So this will be. Like the nitty gritty superhero demon show. in a bottle. He's yes. the goddamn flash, and he's Done. doing like a check, please. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're writing that check, and I am going to the bank and cashing it, and then making all these shows. So you stay have to tuned write for that. Thirteen pilots <laughs> already done. I did my homework ahead of time. It's the very flash easy to write a pilot. pretty much wrote itself. Yeah. All right, that's it for our little bullpen. Now we're moving on to the pull list, where we talk about every other show that we watched this week that wasn't Cloak and Dagger. <laughs> Now we're here in the pull list. The part now we're show. in the pull list. Are we still doing now that thing? Now we're here in the pull list. It's, what is this? Welcome, what is this? buckaroos, to the pull list. I feel like Yeehaw, this is the list. part where we round up all the rest of the shows we watched this week, and we talk about them. Your first show up, oh, well, it's that walking dead. In the present, the two groups engage in gunfire. Everybody's mad at everyone for betrayal. In more flashbacks, the vultures filled the stadium with infected, and back in the present, everyone arrives at the stadium revealed to be filled with the infected. Shinneman, I ask you this. Is life too short? <laughs> Oof. I think life is the perfect length it is for each individual. I'm not sure. I uh, I have a lot of faces with death. Like I, I sort of live my life at sort of like... A quarter mile at a time. A quarter mile at a time is what I try to do. And then sometimes I'll think like, oh man, is that too much? 
am I like living life too short? And then no, it's it's too long. It's so long. If guys. you ask most old people, they will say, "Don't get old," which is the same advice as die, die. just die, just fucking just die, die right now. So in some, I'm going to say. Life is too short. If I ran into a group of zombies, it's a win-win situation. I kill a bunch of fucking zombies uh-huh. and I'm a hero, or I just die. I'm and picturing become it a now. zombie and live forever. All right, well, <laughs> Fear the Walking Dead is on AMC on Sunday nights. A check, please. That's all the shows that we don't care about. Now on to shows that we sort of care about. Supergirl. Kara and Mon-El move to the lost city of Krypton, where Kara's mom and others have been secretly living. Meanwhile, Jean finds out the special DEO-caliber guns have been hitting the streets of National City, leading to an obviously well-handled B-plot about gun control and Supergirl. <laughs> and Kara finds out not everything is as hunky-dory as it seems, uncovering a nefarious plot by A, Brainiac, it's literally always Brainiac, B, Doomsday, you know, sometimes it is Doomsday, <laughs> C, the wife of a greengrocer, neither of a character which has been introduced before now, or D, seriously, it's always Brainiac. C, it's C. Guys, don't let him like guide you into this fucking trap. It's C. I'm he said, pick A. Li- literally always brain- Brainiac, yeah. No, it is a greengrocer's oh. wife is the oh! big villain. <laughs> those so are t- I win this. Those are tough. I win this game. Yeah. You get the points. So um, this show, is it still so good? No. No, it's not It so tries good. to tackle it, a lot of issues. It's weird when the A-plot sucks. Wait, did you watch Supergirl? I watched it. And yeah, it's guys, Mike, Mike watched Supergirl, which we are all shocked by. The, the, the name of the show is The Green Grocer's Wife. The name of this episode. No, it's not. She was you evil. made that up. The name of the show is Supergirl. But I would watch the show also, called The Green Grocer's one Wife. One character said it's cliche, but, and then said a cliche. You can't, as a writer, yeah. you can't get away with that. You know what? To call you can, out and here's why. In the movie, Crazy Stupid Love, uh, Taylor's favorite movie. Uh, Steve Carell's character gets into a fight with Julianne Moore, mm-hmm. and then she storms off, and then it starts raining while he's very sad, and then he says, what a cliche. And I loved that. Well, you don't have taste. Uh, they, they, they're in the B-plot, which they did not give enough time, and there's no... This is the gun control? The gun control is uh, they had characters saying stuff like, our guns keep people together. That is the the leader, the gun corporatist. That's not. Then Lena and James are in an argument, and she says, well, I use mine for self-defense. I can see where you're coming from. I hope you can see my argument, which is a shitty gaslighting thing for a pro-gunnist to say. And then the guy who's going to shoot everybody says, this is the only way for me to be heard before he tries to shoot innocent people. Don't show your cards so heavily, I guess, Supergirl, if you're going to have a gun control show. That sounds like they took their notes. And put it into the script. Like, <laughs> they does, didn't dress that up at all. Does every CW show have to have a gun control episode? And do they all have to be the worst episode <laughs> of that show? The Arrows episode was played better than this. No, shut the fuck up. For sure. But was it the worst episode of Arrow? That's One the of them, question. for sure. Because this, this had a government agency saying, oh, maybe if our guns can hit the streets, we should get rid of our guns as a government agency, which is a fucking stupid thing for a government agency to have to debate about. Did they at any point talk about how guns are guns in the streets, but they are ladies in the sheets? Yes. They did say that. Okay, it's as long as they address that. When somebody walks in on when fucking a gun, and that's his argument. Is, I, well, it's that a is a show case. I would watch every goddamn week. Can when and his lady gun? <laughs> Holy shit, I am watching that 100% of the time. Well, if you look at language, all guns are ladies. And also, what did Win name what? his no. gun? No. It's Win. It's a win win situation. I'll Ryan, stop now. Stop. Can Mike I give you a moment? Fucking explain that. Well, you know how, like, if you look at other languages that aren't English, tables are male or female? Guns or ladies? I don't believe you. Moment of the week. My moment of the week is uh, 
that even though Supergirl's out of town, the town is very quiet on uh, crime. And Guardian uh, plays basketball. He plays some one-on-one basketball, one alone basketball in full armor. One on zero. So one on zero basketball in full armor. And while Wynn is talking is to him good? on the headset. Oh, he's great. <laughs> alone? He crushes. Unstoppable. Oh. Love it. All right. Supergirl is on the CW on Monday nights. Your last show that we have to talk about, you guys, is Legion. On the penultimate episode of this season of Legion, everybody heads out to that great big drain of the sand for a party. <laughs> Sid falls in the drain. David kicks the shit out of a not so faruki Oliver, and Carrie goes full Donatello on a bunch of bucket heads. Eventually, most of them move the party into the hole for next week's season finale. Taste Buds, I ask you this. With one episode left in the season, and one more episode that we were supposed to get, is everything gelling together in the way you'd like, even considering that the discussion of gelling with Legion is a dicey one? I think this is going to wrap up and be as satisfying as this show has an interest in being. Which is not to give you a lot of answers, but instead to just be compelling in a different way. But can you admit now, and it, did, it took me till this episode of watching this hour of saying, oh, this is much worse than the first, first season. Yeah, I, I, th- I guess I do think it's worse than the first season. Maybe not much worse. I don't think it's much worse than the first season. Um, but I think in large part because there's like, there's no parameters anymore. There's not even... They're dictating all the parameters in a bad way, like in a not storytelling way. Yeah, it feels like they just change the rules for every episode. Um, and the imagery is cool, but, you know, the big drain, the guys with safes on their heads. But when it's nothing is ever done with that, it starts wearing on you after a while. The fight scene where she uses the big toothpick to fight all the guys looked really dumb. Um but then at the same time, I, I think, you know, it's I'm, I'm interested to see what happens with David. She looks great. She was like grunting and making yeah. all the faces that you need to. But when it, it pulled back at all, it looked so dumb. Yeah. Well, for one thing, she's just fighting a bunch of dudes with like balls on on ropes. Yes. And you can't you can't all have that weapon. And should we talk about that? Um, there's been a lot of talk about Melanie has mostly been talking about how men are the worst. Uh-huh. And this is where we really like fully realize that it is Farouk taking yeah. over, trying to convince Sid that David is bad. But men are the worst. And then just before the fight started, the balls dropped. And they uh-huh. dropped in the most testicular yeah, way that dude. you could possibly drop. Those dudes were attacking with the seconds uh-huh. for sure. And now, usually it's a dick swinging contest, but this was a ball swinging yeah. contest all day long. Balls to all the walls for sure. Just for my weekly check-in, Explain those green hands yet? No, no, nothing. I'm starting to think that that's not going to get yeah, explained. Yeah, there's one episode left. It's not getting explained, dude. No, I, it you needs have to, be to come explained. to terms. I don't even rem- I don't even remember what it was like to think that this show was going to explain things. Like now, I feel silly for that. One thing that's happened: it, they stopped doing the John Hamm interludes. Uh huh. To go from having one per episode to having five episodes where it's like like they're done with him. I guess that they ended that. And if it wasn't for Taylor, I would not even notice green hands because there are 17 different types of green hands and taylor just jumped on one uh-huh. but as like in every episode watcher there's 17 other things that i need to be concerned about being resolved none of them are gonna happen they're all basically wandering around a waste now and now as you said in the next episode it's all gonna be them wandering around a hole 
Everybody into the hole, just sort of wander around and fight a minotaur. But do you think that we're going to get our, what like we want as story uh, tellies? Do you think that this final episode is going to give us anything that we want as story tellies? Yeah, I think so. I think that, I think when this, when the next episode is over, I think we will be, we will feel like David has beaten this impulse to be controller of the world. And I think that, the show will answer some of the questions about what is going on. I think this whole season was David dealing with himself and that even the manifestations of him as an, as a future tyrant are like his own thoughts about that. This episode, by the way, starts with a crazy future tyrant David thing where he is sitting on a crack, sitting on a throne, looking into a crystal ball and uh, Lenny is on the ground in front of him pregnant with yeah. full on Legion hair. Yeah. Now we this is our first time that we get the spiked up hairdo. And yeah. he's named for the first time as Legion. Yeah. Like what he's going to be. Uh, it's Melody be who says Legion, yeah. Legion is coming. And I don't think we've ever heard the L word yeah. in the entire history of the show. Melanie, who is really Farouk, while David is torturing Oliver, who is maybe Farouk, but also just mostly Oliver. Yeah, I think that for like the last third of it is just he's just beating a guy named oliver who yeah. has nothing to do with Farouk. Oh, oliver yeah who I, is dead now mm-hmm. i feel like he gave up the last little he's like he's, he's with farouk but if, how about this though <laughs> uh when farouk gets to his body did that for me i was like holy shit he did it he's at his body i thought that was like they kind of inserted it like suddenly into the they did, but here's the problem with the show is that uh, they have trained me. You know, like, if that happened in, like, a mainstream Marvel movie, I would be freaking out. But they mm-hmm. have trained me to um, not just to know that, like, this show will never deliver what I expect. And then also, like, if I think it's going one way, it will not. So that keeps it – and it's awesome. It's very interesting, but it's, it keeps me hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it keeps me hard. It makes it hard to be excited about anything that happens because they can just reverse it the second the next episode yeah. starts. And, I mean, that's the problem with the show, really. It's like, at any moment, they could be like, well, none of this is real. And it's like, oh, okay. And I'm just... I'm, I'm not sure what I'm looking forward to next episode. Like, we got the big David versus the John Hamm bug mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And that was like... That's what we needed. That's That was important. But, like, for the final episode, I don't know if I care. I think this show has worn me out. And it, it got picked up for a third season, but do you think it's going to make it past that? I don't know, because I read today that it hemorrhaged viewers in this ep- in this season. And is that surprising to you? No, not really. I mean, I, I still like the show, and I could honestly see in the future people being like, actually, the second season is amazing, if you think of, about it this way. But it's not it's not delivering in the same way the first season did, for sure. And, but I think it is the new normal for the show. I don't think the show will ever deliver. No. It will <laughs> It will go out on its own terms as opposed to bowing down so it can get renewed. Yeah. It's a DiGiorno show. I still enjoy watching it. I still look forward to it. And I think it's a delicious DiGiorno. And we could be changing our minds completely because of how much the last yeah, episode delivered. If, if the last one puts a major bow on this, then I'm going to have that afterglow thing where I'm like, oh my god, you guys, it's so good. And I do. like, shut up, Greg. I think I'm going to... <laughs> Do what I did last season, where I didn't watch any of 
this show until the final episode, uh-huh. and I just binged it all, and then watched and then the final lost episode. your fucking mind. And I honestly, I feel like I enjoyed the entire season better than you guys did over the course of it. So I think I'm going to do that for this oh, season. Oh, good for you. And then see how this one plays out the same way. And if we're going to be honest, there's nothing that the finale can do, the season finale, to take away the uh, food boats. Like, that's no. just, yeah. that's always we'll going to be always there. always have food boats. Even if they were like, those food boats weren't real, I'm going to be like, Fuck you, dude. how about right here? They're and I'll real. touch my chest. They're real right here. I'm right. thinking about them right now, and I'm stoked, you Mo- guys. Moments of the week? For me, it's when uh, Melanie's just kind of like being Melanie, walking around. Which means saying, you know, men are terrible. Yeah, and, and early in the episode, my wife is like, this is a straw, Melanie. Because uh-huh. it was so obvious. But sure. She's like, men are the worst. I hate Mondays, lasagna. <laughs> uh, but in the middle of one of these speeches, she just sort of like steps into another room, and then there's the egg there that you know has Farouk's body. And she gives him a big old kiss and then falls over and it's like, whoa, wait. I, you've been expecting it now for weeks, so you forgot to even think it was really going to exactly, happen. Yeah. And now suddenly Which he's back impressive. with his body. Yes. And I felt that moment. And so like, I, I, that's how I can tell I still like the show. Because when that happened, I was like, oh, boy. And that coffin, by the way, that Farouk was in is the same way that runaways travel from. Oh, my God, yes. From, yes. Yeah, so. I said that to my wife and she's like, I don't know what that is. What the fuck are you talking yes. about right now? <laughs> But yeah, they just use the same exact prop. Yeah, it's the exact same get that bit. real quick. Uh, my moment of the week is I've been thinking a lot about how uh, Alice in Wonderland infuses all of the yeah. things that we talk about, uh, specific movies included. Uh, but this might be my favorite where uh, they really want Sid, a tiny blonde girl, to come down a hole. So all of a sudden, a rabbit on a hook shoots out of the hole, yeah. and and somebody's saying like, "Follow this white rabbit," and of course, Sid does. If you see a rabbit on a hook, uh-huh. like a fish hook, that this is, is important, kids. Please listen. Sized for a rabbit, do not follow <laughs> it. There are psychopaths behind that. And she held the hook for so long. Uh-huh. It's like, girl, you gotta drop that hook. <laughs> it's I, a hook. I think that people are so stoked to be like, oh, I'm the Alice of the story. No, that's dangerous. Yeah. Get the fuck out of there if you ever think you're the Alice of a story. All right, tune in next week for the season finale of Legion. I'm so excited, Ryan. I can't wait till the two of us are talking about yeah, it. We're going to talk all about tonight. it. Uh, it'll be on FX on Tuesday. That's it. That's the show. We did it. All right, you guys, what show? Wait, website? we don't have time for one more tape in? Like, who gave this cat this adios motherfucker? We don't have time for anything else? Nope, that's it. That's all the time Mike we have. adios motherfuckers. Mike. Give us a website that this is brought to you by. Yourpopfilter.com is where you can go to get all of our RL Audios motherfuckers that we give to you each and every week. Ooh, boy. Greg, tell us about shopping online. When I shop online, which I do quite a bit, you guys, I go to yourpopfilter.com slash Amazon, and boy, is it exactly the same. That's my favorite part of it. It's not different in any way, except it helps us out. So if you're not doing it, you, you got to ask yourself, like, Shekels? Don't be such yeah. a shek hole. Love things being exactly the same. Ryan, tell us about YouTube. Uh, YouTube.com. No, just go to YouTube and then search for Your Pop Filter, and you will find our channel where you can get the podcast if it was good. So what we're going to do is we're going to shorten it down for you. We're going to give you visuals, and you're like... Every we're taking week, out the fluff. All the fluff is gone. All we're leaving is meat. Unless... Delicious meat. We bring up fluff on the show, and you will see great pictures of fluff. Like fluff and nutter? Like cotton candy. Like, we get into... Sometimes we get into the fluff of things, and you will see 
incredible pictures of cotton candy. YouTube.com, search for Pop Filter. Your Pop Filter. Get all that fluff and stuff. If you want to hit us up on social media, you can do that at Twitter.com. Our handle is at Your Pop Filter. We're tweeting on that thing all the time. We're going off. Oh, my God. Somebody on, I I think it was the board, had a great joke about how Cloak and Dagger have reverse genitalia powers. Yeah. Whoever came up with that is just a wonderful person. I, I didn't see that, and I don't co-sign on that one. We uh, all co-sign on that one, I think, right? Yeah, it's, also, it's done uh, under the banner of our show, yeah. so we kind of all have a part in it, really. You can also uh, hit us up if you do not approve of that in a not-Twitter format uh, on contact at yourpopfilter.com. It's an email address. You know how email works. It's been around forever. So wait, Taylor, I can write an email and say I can address it to contact at yourpopfilter.com, and yes. I can say Ari, your Twitter, and I can say... That one joke about Cloak and Dagger's genitalia was so amazing, I just wanted to let you know. You, you could, could say that. that. They're, they're probably more likely to say, hey, please don't do that. That made me uncomfortable, and it made me I delete my Twitter I think they're mostly going to be complimentary, but I guess, mm. you know. Well, if you want to, you know, get rid of any sort of tone discrepancies that you might not come across in email, you can hit us up at 1562-DR-DJ-POP. That's 1562-DR-DJ-P-O-P. He's a robot guy. He takes your voice from a phone, and then he turns it into a digital file that then we can play back, and then it'll say your words to us through, like, an audio codec, like, decoded thing. He's a fucking robot guy. He's a fucking robot guy. He's a a fucking robot guy. So uh, go check out our fucking robot guy, right? right? One of his hands is a... Spatula. And his other hand is a... A joke about Cloak and Dagger's genitalia. And his foot is a... Pile of disused beach balls in the back of a closed-down Kmart. And his other hand is uh, his foot is uh, chopped off because of diabetes because he has robo diabetes. <laughs> All right, that's it for our show. Next week we're we'll gonna be talking about the fi- what? Facebook.com slash your pop filter. Yeah, we're doing Facebook too. Patreon.com slash your pop filter. Patreon's up. Go to patreon.com slash your pop filter. I know what you're thinking. Can I pay these fellows? <laughs> yep. Yeah, sure. Yeah, can. you can. Do that. You'll get some special little bit of extra stuff. It's usually some of our best stuff that we just cut because it doesn't have anything to do with what we're good. supposed to be talking about. I'm so tired of all the emails that we get where people are like taping dollar bills their email. We're not getting that. That just yeah, stays on your computer screen. That's not a good way to do it. Yeah, so don't do that. Uh, we're talking about Legion Finale next Whee! week. <laughs> And we'll see if it wraps all up. That's it for this show. Yeah. Greg, I'm Taylor for Taylor. I'm Ryan for Ryan. I'm Mike for Mike. I'm Taylor for I am the world. Get out of here. Captain Planet. The Potify.